Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor, Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com. You know what to do. Head there for your pro wrestling news, photos, videos. We got forums, podcasts, all that good stuff. Had some exclusive details today on the Monday Night Raw situation. We'll talk about that, but you guys know. Head over to FightfulWrestling.com to get all that. Got that exclusives tab. Lots of neat stuff over there. We had the uh, Fightful Wrestling Weekly that drops every Friday. It's about a 1,000 words worth of exclusives that you all can check out. Our buddies at Pro Wrestling Unlimited cover that as well. They will be at this weekend's Fighting Spirit Unleashed show for New Japan. Speaking of, Fightful.com has live post shows for Ring of Honor Death Before Dishonor Friday. Bellator 206, under the radar, but that's got the Musashi Rory McDonald Super Fight. It's got Rampage versus Vanderlei Silva 4, Koreshkov versus... Uh, Lima in that tournament as well. And then Saturday or Sunday, we have New Japan Fighting Spirit Unleashed. Next weekend's a big one as well. Just check out Fightful.com. And of course, our subscription service, FightfulSelect.com. I won't go through it all, but my God, we have added and added and added stuff, both to the $5 and $10 tiers. Check that out. I am joined tonight by one Alex Pawlowski. And Alex, tell me what city you're in right now. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Boy, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Alex Pawlowski in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, it's the scene of the crime. Or might have to dust off that old keyboard for connecting dots, Alex. I might have to. I might have to figure out. Uh, well, this is the thing. Aiden said he would reveal all next week. Hmm. So. Gosh, I, maybe I'll have to like you know cite his sources and see if it's really possible for him to have been in this area at this time. So a couple of news bits emerged, which we will get to before SmackDown Live. It was confirmed; it was reported uh, by TMZ, and I was able to confirm it with WWE that Liv Morgan sustained a concussion last night at the hands of Brie Bella. I have talked about this at length, and I'm sure we will talk about it on the list and your boy Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern with Jimmy Van. So uh, I don't want to do a deep dive into this. I will break it down in detail there. But I talked to some people today. They said that Liv Morgan was essentially on autopilot last night, forced her way back in the match. A lot of people saying, where's the raft? Where were people at Gorilla? They were trying, man. Liv forced her way back into the match and essentially had to be physically restrained by Ruby Riot and Sarah Logan. Concussion, who knows how long that can be. That could range anywhere from a week or two to permanent. You, you never know with a concussion. And we're definitely hoping for the best. Your thoughts on this, Alex? Uh, I mean, obviously, it's not a great diagnosis considering you know the protocols that should be followed after somebody gets a concussion in the ring like that. Um, it's, you know, just a week from Friday is a super showdown. Um, 
who knows, like, if your brain's even still slightly scrambled, what, like, 17 hours on a plane will do to it. So um, I don't I don't know if the match is in jeopardy. Listen, if it's got to be um, Ronda and Nikki versus Ruby and Sarah with Liv at ringside and Brie at ringside, maybe that's a suitable thing to do. I mean, obviously, that's just speculation, but... Uh, if that's the way they got to go, maybe that'd be different for everybody. Yeah, I think I think that is best for everybody. Yeah. Whatever gets Brie out of that match, I think, is best for everybody. Bad news for WWE's uh, viewership, and it's hardly the only metric, but still, you never want to hear WWE Raw does the lowest viewership in their history. Yeah. And that happened this week. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. It's not like Steelers versus Tampa Bay was like, the greatest game in Monday Night Football history. Well, it certainly wasn't because the Steelers won. Right, there you go. So, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's the, it's the, it's the fall doldrums, man. It's just going to be like that. I agree. Oh, oh, what, what is this I'm drinking out of, you ask? That's funny. I'm battling a sinus infection and I'm drinking hot tea out of this beautiful Fightful mug, which you can get at FightfulSelect.com. It is a little pricey at times. It's in the champion level tier, $50 tier. However, every month that you subscribe to that tier, you get your choice. You can pick an alternate commentary for wrestling or MMA. You can choose to be on a podcast with me or the Fightful Select crew, or you can pick our topic for a retro review. You can even hoard them like our boy John Baez did. He wanted to to pick the One Night Stand 06 pay-per-view and be on it. He did it. It was a great podcast. It's up now for $10 tier members, up for everybody else on Fightful Select next week. But, man, got a bunch of these beautiful mugs sitting downstairs, Alex, and whoo! It just tastes so much better. Refreshing. It is. Another uh, bit of news to drop, Kofi Kingston set a record as uh, essentially a tag team championship record Yeah, for duration. Uh, this is uh, 954 days, which is incredible. He passes Billy Gunn, who one of the great all-time tag team wrestlers, the Smoking yeah. Guns, Billy and Chuck, the New Age yeah. Outlaws. I mean, he's he had a storied career. And when you look back at Kofi Kingston's tag team run, you will remember New Day. But, yes. man, he's done it so long, and he's been – I don't want to call him a good hand because, as I learned from having a show with Shane Helms, they don't like that shit. Yeah. They don't like that shit. And maybe it's because they get slotted as such. Mm-hmm. But, man, he is just the kind of guy you want on your roster. Absolutely. He's uh, uh, he's so versatile. It, it, like, uh, I mean, <laughs> we forget – about he spent like mo- the most of the beginning of his career doing a Jamaican accent. We were all like, "Yeah, that that seems right," and we found out, "Oh no, that's not him." And we're like, uh, "No, we don't mind that. We don't mind that we were lied to for several years by this guy. We still love him anyway." Um, do you know offhand how many total ta- uh, tag title reigns that's that's through? Technically, I think it's eight. He held the the tag world tag team championship, right. which is the original titles with yeah. Punk. 
Three times for the SmackDown Tag Titles, once with R-Truth, once with Evan Bourne, and twice with the Raw Titles with New Day. So yeah. eight times, I believe, and I think yeah. Billy Gunn is a little bit more than that. But yeah. we have SmackDown Live to talk about tonight. And i got to be honest, Alex, I think that SmackDown Live kicked ass tonight. Yeah, I thought it was a blast to watch. It was a good show, top to bottom, a lot of fun, a lot of different things. I don't know what's gotten into WDB the last couple days with with at least being creative for one night, like being able to conjure up stories that are essentially monster of the week stories, which I hate on typical TV shows, but on pro wrestling, I don't mind it as much because sometimes it just makes sense. Yeah, SmackDown's been uniformly better than Raw for a while, uh, just as just just to watch, um, and. Yeah, I'm 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 into all of these these little threads they have. They've even interweaving things like the the Becky storyline interweaving with with a lot with the Lana Rusev Day Aiden English storyline. Was she great tonight? Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, she was. Uh, I I love uh, I love that uh, the that Truth and Carmella just out of nowhere become my favorite act on the show. Uh, I love that that they're using that, that also Miz and Car- uh, uh, Truth and Carmella bleeding into the to the Miz uh, Daniel Bryan thing. Also uh, highlighting that later tonight on the Mix Max Challenge, you can watch them fight again. Um, that's great. That, that, that th- th- threading through several storylines is always a, a good thing. I'm going to heap praise on this show. There's just, just a lot of good stuff that I really enjoyed and I'm looking forward to talking to. We see the setup, R-Truth and Carmella in the ring. Carmella with her new dyed hair, which which became a part of the story later. It's Truth TV, and Corey Graves is livid about it, which I thought was a really great addition. Daniel Bryan comes out and is interviewed by R-Truth, who doesn't know what catharsis is. I'm sold on, our, on Truth TV because... In the middle, they had a seven-second dance break, which fits our truth and Carmella so well. I did not need Daniel Bryan saying, "You guys have a seven-second dance break." Yeah, that was. I ridiculous. didn't need that, but that no, was bad. This was a lot of fun. This was good stuff, and our truth got it over. Oh, he totally got it over. Listen, our truth's been. This has been in our truth, waiting to come out and blossom and become a real thing since he was like. You know, running into the Royal Rumble with a ladder, try like 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 it's that kind of like he's he's been uh oh dang my bad it's his, it's that's on truth that that's been a, a a great thing uh for like years now uh and it totally works uh for him in this character uh I I did love um the the whole like uh you know what catharsis is like of course I know what a catharsis is. Why don't you tell all of these nice people? Because they don't know. That's always a great gag. I'm always going to pop for that. Um, I love the seven-second dance break, and I appreciate that it was Carmella singing the song they were dancing to. Yeah. It was good, man. Miz comes out. He's not happy about any of this. And or he calls R-Truth an idiot, and R-Truth says, well, I'm an idiot with a show. You don't have one. Because he beat Miz and says Miz didn't have the title. He took his show. <laughs> yes, which so is brilliant. That should be just a canon from now on. He just takes things. <laughs> yeah. like if, he beats, if he beats Ty Dillinger, he takes his chant. 
Something should be on the line in every match. What do we always say? We want stakes in every match. So somebody has a taunt that gets stolen or a chant or a piece of gear, a haircut, anything. Put something on the line. We get big Truth TV chants. This is a great crowd tonight. Miz gets continually frustrated and then gets banned from Truth Talk for not life. Just, not just banned. Banded. Banded. Miz wants Paige to cancel the show, and Paige says he's going to have to win it back from our truth Daniel Bryan hits commentary. So yeah. let me just say, I obviously spent a lot of time on Twitter today about the Brie, Brie Bella stuff. Yep. It was incredibly awkward to hear Daniel Bryan talking about kicks on commentary. Because let me tell you, Brie Bella sure as hell knew to turn her hip on those kicks last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what Miz or Daniel Bryan breaks down. He says, that's why Miz's kicks aren't that hard. He doesn't turn his hips, and he is right. That, that is true. This is a long elementary segment and match, but Denver's a good crowd. Truth and Miz are both really over, and R-Truth is fine in the ring for his age. Truth does a whippersnapper and then gets a thumb to the eye and eats a skull-crushing finale. And then Miz does this great spot where he eyes Daniel Bryan and then does his running knee. Miz is really underrated from an athletic standpoint. He got some air. Yes. Yes. Uh, he, he, really, he really is uh, underrated in, in a lot of ways in the ring. Uh, I love this. I love the staring down of your opponent who's at commentary. Uh, was uh, really well utilized in the NXT Women's Feud a few months back with Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler. I love that as a spot. It should be used more often, but obviously not so often as it becomes uh, pat and stupid. But I loved it here. I thought it worked. It was a lot of fun. Decent match, decent segment. Sure. Nothing blow away, but it was it was a harmless pro wrestling entertainment segment that got Miz on TV Further the storyline with Daniel Bryan, got our truth on TV, got Miz's win back, which, you know, I'm not a big fan of 50-50, but here it's okay because Miz is the guy with the brighter future. It got Carmella on TV too. That way you don't have her disappearing for a couple of months as, as we had suspected. <clears throat> Charlotte Flair is backstage getting photographed, but Becky Lynch attacks her. Becky is wearing her title belt throughout this entire thing yes. and forces the photographer. Well, it doesn't really even force the photographer. Yeah, yeah. The photographer's just good at his job. She goes, <laughs> you're going to want to get this. And the photographer's like, you're goddamn right I do. Yeah. Like, he's – like, I mean, he's he's about to take those pictures to Jonah Jameson. Like, like she, Becky was Spider-Man. Yes. He was all about it. He's like, hold on, hold on. The angle's better over here. This was really good. A good reaction for this, too. Yeah. um, This, to me, again, rings like they're trying to tell us we shouldn't be rooting for her. Like, she just attacks her from behind, unprovoked. That's definitely, at least historically, the thing the heel does and rubs it in her face that now I've got your championship belt and all this kind of stuff. That's traditionally the way WWE has their heels booked. But um, I feel like now they're like, no, no, it's okay. You can cheer for that. But it's a weird deal for me. I'm not sure if if they're presenting this as a thing, knowing that she's going to get a huge pop from the crowd. 
Or are they putting going, okay, this is how we're going to get him to boo her. And it's, it's not going to work, guys. Uh, I mean, you, you have to do bad at to, to get people to boo So, uh, Alex, your, your connection's going out. I was signaling you but to no avail. New Day are out and do the Say Something Nice Challenge. They say that Cesaro looks like Swiss Jason Statham, but they like his movies, so that's a nice thing. They also say that Seamus' carpet must match the drapes. That's right. They were talking about his pubes. Right in the pubis. WWE SmackDown Live in 2018. That's the way that we go. Sheamus defeated Big E. This was a pretty good, solid match, but it was a little bit shorter. I didn't get to see as much of it as I liked. There's a hip toss to the floor. After all this this pubic talk, we were taking it back to WWF Royal Rumble on the Super Nintendo with that hip toss to the floor. That used to be one of the ways they would eliminate people. I'm down for that. Big E gets a bigger STO, but Sheamus power slams him. And I got to say that both looked really good in this match, especially for Sheamus. The rumors about his health and how long he might have before he's done. And Big E jumping, powerbombing Sheamus was a real sight to behold. That was a good spot. Love the finish. Really big fan of the finish. Sheamus stops a YOLO dive with his knee and then hits the brogue kick for a win. And a real solid brogue kick for the win. Alex, outside of... All that great pubic talk. What was what was the highlight of uh, Big E versus Sheamus for you? Uh, I like these two guys wrestling. They're they're big hosses smacking into each other, and it's fun to watch because they're both really good at what they do. Um, this uh, these wins back to back weeks uh, by the bar uh, only shows that uh, New Day is going to win in in, in uh, Australia because fifty fifty booking, but that's fine. Um, I think I think the bar. I, I liked they come out immediately and say, "Hey, the New Day respects the bar," and I think it's evident from the way they wrestle in the ring that they do. Like it's back and forth. I think it's kind of mutual. These these guys recognize that they're the best in the business, at least on this brand, at doing this kind of stuff. Um, so I like I like that a lot. Um, I'm 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 into this feud. Uh, I think that um, I, I miss the Usos and I miss yeah. I miss I miss nxt sanity and because they did it in nxt i know they can do it on the main roster The you know even you've even got gallows and anderson like there's a lot of people up on on smackdown that can be doing great tag team wrestling um i want to see a full-fledged division um but i do like these guys going at it for a while at least I don't know why they bring some of these guys up, like Sanity. Like, what, what was the purpose? What have they done in that amount of time? There were some spots we don't usually see here. The hip toss over the ropes to the floor. Yep. The jumping power bomb. Yeah. Sheamus is really getting it in while he can because there are rumors of his physical condition. And uh, I got to say, he's, he's really getting it done in the ring. One of the highlights of this show, Rusev comes out, says that he's angry that Aiden English would dare to turn on him on Rusev Day. Yes. Aiden English comes out and says that he feels bad, and he's pleading with Rusev. Like, I'm sorry, Rusev, but I helped make you the biggest star in WWE, and he throws to a video package. And I don't usually like that, but I do believe that Aiden English would do that (laughs) if I look at him. 
Then he blames everything on Lana. And I thought Lana cut a great promo as well. Mm -hmm. She's like, what are you talking about? I cost this guy fame. I got him a tank. (laughs) That's the end of the argument right there. Yeah, I got him a tank. Tank is an argument ender. A tank. If they were in GTA, they're not getting beat. Nope. He's got a tank. Six stars right there. So Aiden says that Lana is afraid of him telling Rusev about that one night in Milwaukee. Alex, what city are you in? I am in Milwaukee. Give me the scoop. Usually it's me breaking the news. Usually it's me reaching out. I'm usually the reporter on the scene. I want your wild speculation, which is actually true fact. What happened in Milwaukee? The last time that SmackDown uh, emanated from Milwaukee was October 24th. 2017, um, apparently Rusev Day, n- none of the members were, were on TV that night, which means anything could have happened let's, backstage. Let's cut it, Alex. Did Aiden English beat them cheeks or not? I mean, it's, I'm going to say yes. Uh, or here's the thing. I, first. I, I, love the, I love the idea that that it, it, Lana, you know, was unfaithful to Rusev, but not with Aiden, but that Aiden was a witness to it. Hmm. Cheek beaten in Milwaukee, but not Aiden English. I don't know. Who knows? There's listen. Milwaukee is for lovers. There are lots of romantic night night spots. I mean, in in October, it's beautiful here. So there's a nip in the air, but it's not necessarily really well, cold. Apparently, there were lots of them in the air in Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> At least back two. then, yeah. Aiden English. Lana, maybe not Rusev and Milwaukee. Let's let's. We'll, I think find you out. know the truth. Well, I mean, I have I have my my sources, but uh, I I need to find out what you know. I want to know exactly what Aiden is selling when he reveals all next week, and then we can see if if that matches up with all this, the the things that I can find out. I thought that all three of these people were fantastic in this promo segment. WWE was able to get a Milwaukee chant that carried through the night. Do you know how fortunate I am that that chant got picked up, but Biscuit Butt didn't get caught? (laughs) I had people telling me back then, Vince really wants to get Biscuit Butt over. He really wants to get Biscuit Butt over. And even the people involved were like, man, this is the shits. (laughs) (laughs) They had to do it. What can you do when you got a guy going, get them to chant? Biscuit butt. <laughs> um, Good shit, pal. Mil- a Denver crowd chanting Milwaukee is just really, really funny. So, this Milwaukee stuff isn't over. Is it maybe a member of the Brewers? You, you, we don't know. Is it Ryan Braun? <laughs> it would be interesting. Did he... Did did he follow the Braun namesake and tear some stuff up? He's possible, yeah. May have gotten a little injection of his own there. I think it's possible. Was um, it was it Christian Yellick? <laughs> Something else? Yeah. Yelling? Well, he, well, he wasn't on the team then, but yes, it's possible. I think anything is possible. Anything. Was it Mike Mustakis giving Lana the old Milwaukee Mustakis? Also, 
Not on the team, then. We've had a lot of turnover in the last year. But still. Are these, are these really new players? Possible. Yeah, these are all guys that got traded to us in the past year. Well, okay. <laughs> really, was there was it, a hey, lot of turnover. Was it Keon Broxton, whose name is eerily similar to Kayla Braxton? Maybe they're, maybe they're related? I doubt Keon, it. Keon Broxton has been on our team for the past two years, I can confirm. Manny Pena? You know... It's close. Hey, girl, come get some of this pina. I'm used to the squatting position. I'm a catcher. (laughs) Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, we got to figure this out, Alex. Yes, it's true. Well, listen. What kind of show would we be? You could also go to the website, uh, since I know you're not looking this up, uh, and it's all from memory. Uh, you could also <laughs> not go to the website for the Milwaukee Wave, which is an indoor soccer team. Oh, come on. She didn't get with the soccer player. <laughs> Lana <laughs> would not. She, she, she has her. a dollar store sponsorship. How dare you? I will say, though, she likes European guys. Was it, was it Gary Payton? <laughs> Did she say... GP, are you with me? And he says, oh, yeah. Well, she, she, may, she may have wanted to get the glove. Gary Payton the third. No, no, whoa, 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 sir. No, not that one. Not the glove. Gary Payton the second. Sorry. Hmm. Was it DJ Wilson? Did she look at him and say, hey, DJ? And he goes, I'm your DJ. Also possible. All possible. <laughs> I'm not make- I'm not willing to rule anything out at this point. You know did what? She get, did she get freaky with the Greek freak? We don't know, but we can't can't confirm or deny. Well, you know what? I don't think it's Thon Maker because he would say, Maker, I barely know her. <laughs> All of these but, but, are very but, likely. But he did have her singing that thon to thon thon thon. We're gonna move on. <clears throat> Becky Lynch approaches the dejected Lana backstage, and old Becky McGregor is on that proper 12 whiskey, right? For for those of you who don't know, Conor McGregor held essentially a 40-minute whiskey commercial last week at a press conference, and one of his lines is, I run New York, I run this city, I run this country, and Becky Lynch hit him with the, I run this women's division. I like it. I love the attitude. Becky Lynch was perfect. What'd you think? She's great. She's great. Uh, I do also love the idea, This just the idea of Milwaukee being the thing everyone's hung up on. Not the possible infidelities, but Milwaukee, huh? Really? Milwaukee. Uh, and yeah, they should, they're, they're, they are right to be dubious. 
Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Asuka and Naomi defeated Absolution. I don't know who told Asuka to hit pads the way she was. I'm sure open-handed strikes, yeah, that's not how you hit pads. Asuka knows how to hit pads. I get the feeling Naomi probably didn't know how to hold pads, and that's okay, because that's not something she probably does a lot. But man, that looked bad. Yeah. Iconics are on commentary. I like them. I like their horribly, intentionally bad Iron Saxton impersonation. Yes. <laughs> I like how they confirmed that they had a Byron Saxon impersonation and the other one had to be like, oh, well, let him hear it. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of them on commentary was Corey Graves talking about how you, you've come a long way. And and Peyton Royce says, oh, thank you. Tell us more. <laughs> Just so perfectly done. Uh, I love these girls. They're great. Asuka and Mandy Rose are not on the same page in this match early. They just were not a good fit. However, Naomi and Sonya were, and my God, that sliding knee that Sonya gave Naomi was a work of art, as was the double head kick that finished off Sonya. I was very afraid that they would do something ridiculous like ban head kicks after last night. That was not the case, and... Boy, Naomi and and Asuka nailed a good one. I could do without Sonya getting pinned a lot because I think she can be something very special. Yeah, but I I I I think that of the two, Vince wants to protect Mandy more. Yes, <laughs> he wants to protect Mandy more. Ah, was it her in Milwaukee? Was Lana <laughs> missing her like candy? Oh my God! We figured it out right in the pina. Anyway, this was a subpar match at best, and I hate to bring this back to Brie Bella, Mm. but when you have a match like this with the type of offense that we saw with people like Sonya and Mandy Rose who combined have less years in wrestling than Brie, and they're hitting moves, Chris, with the exception of the Mandy Rose stuff at the beginning, but... I mean, on on a weekly basis, she hits a bicycle knee that looks great. Yeah. You have Naomi and Asuka throwing kicks, crisp, looking great, Sonya hitting a sliding knee. I think it's a real indication of uh, why people are where they are and why some things didn't progress when they did. Agreed. Ty Ty Dillinger's out. He comes out hot, too. Really attacks uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, but the tides are turned. Nakamura goes for a Kinshasa, gets super kicked and frog splashed. Even though Dillinger's been off TV and beaten over and over again, he still gets a chance even by pockets of the crowd. Yep. Randy Orton interferes and causes a DQ. He sing bombs Dillinger on the table, throws him over the table, into the post, DDTs him on the floor, and then Nakamura Kinshasa's him into the LED boards. This was a match that I thought... What they did here made a whole lot of sense from a whole lot of perspectives. You got Ty Dillinger on TV. You got him a whole lot of offense in a very short amount of time against the U.S. champion. You got the U.S. champion on TV. You got Randy Orton on TV. You put some question marks up about Randy Orton. You set up a Randy Orton-Ty Dillinger match in the future. You set up another question mark about Orton and Nakamura. And you really emphasize the Orton thing because he's just like, that 10 deal pisses me off. Right. 
I thought this was a beautifully crafted, underrated wrestling pro wrestling segment where you're trying to move some stuff forward and you've got a lot of tools to work with. I really like this. So here's my idea for how they can use Randy Orton for a while. Um, you have a bunch of guys who uh, are just not on TV. Just not on TV for a while. Um, Dillinger has only been like R-Truth's backstage sidekick for like months. Um, if we're going to get Titan Dillinger off TV and not have him on, you could write him off by having him get beat up by, by Randy Orton and then move on to the next guy who takes some time off because Randy Orton beat him up. Like that's, that's, a, that's a way of kayfabing guys off TV, although they can stay on the road and do house matches, house show matches. Um, uh, but yeah, this is fine. Um, I, I do want to know more about this Bane and the Joker relationship between Nakamura and, and Orton. Is it like, we're not, I mean, I don't know if I really trust you, but I'm not going to get in your way either because you kind of hate the same guys I do. So let's agree to not beat each other up, but at the same time, stay out of my way. Uh, I like that. That's cool. Um, that's a new thing. Uh, usually uh, heels become best friends because they're both heels. And I like that these guys are only tangentially related to each other, even though they like seem to be kind of working hand in hand. Yeah. A lot of good about this segment. Becky Lynch defeated Lana. Now, I just want to say this is an average match. And on my match ratings, yeah, I'll give this type of match a 5 out of 10. Nothing offensive. And I might put in parentheses a short match because even though it went a few minutes, I maybe enjoyed it as much as some middle-of-the-road 12-minute pay-per-view matches. But that being said, Lana continued to impress tonight. Yep. Lana was in the ring with the SmackDown Women's Champion, and at no point did she look out of depth. No, And some of that is because she was in there with the SmackDown Women's Champion, who is an exceptional sports entertainer and an exceptional wrestler. Lana tries to talk to Rusev before the match, but I like that when Becky was selling, it was essentially to bait Lana outside of the ring into the guardrail. That made Becky still look street smart while still getting Lana some offense. That is an underrated psychological aspect of professional wrestling. You like you get Lana some reps in on offense, but really Becky was just doing it to set up her offense really, really good. Lana has come such a long way. I was really, really impressed by her. She looked good. And, and the more she works and she's been working hard, uh, the more I want to see her on TV, especially with her over the way she is. I have no problems using her in like a Zelina role where, Sometimes she can wrestle as well. Why not? Yeah, there's no reason for her. I mean, I mean, at this point, let, let's see where she progresses to. But there's no reason for her to be a full time, like you know, uh, worker. But this this kind of thing only proves that she has it in her to become that eventually. And I think that she's absolutely serviceable as uh, as the manager for Rusev and can get in the ring in a mixed match in some way, uh, or can throw hands with the uh, another. Uh, workers, uh, another wrestler's valet, whatever. Uh, her and, and Zelina work really well together. Um, I like this a lot, and you're right. It, it, it shows Becky being really smart, and that's that's good. I want her to stay uh, smart as champ. After the match, we see Aiden English. He says that he has proof of what happened in Milwaukee. 
Yes. Alex? What happened in Milwaukee? Listen, we can't confirm or deny anything. Anything is possible at this point. Mm-hmm. I just want I'm I'm gonna have to, to to figure out what Aiden English is selling before I realize before I determine whether or not I am buying. So he says he's gonna reveal this next week. Do you all have he any does. like Milwaukee tunes, like you know, Petey Pablo for North Carolina? Do you all have any roll out the barrel? What? <laughs> I know. No, listen, Milwaukee is the home of polka. So there's not a lot of like, you know, Polka, polka, we like the polka, like from Home Alone? Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. What were their names? uh, They were the Kenosha Kickers. There you go, the Kenosha Kickers. That's a a town south of us. But they were headed to Milwaukee. That's why they were able to give uh, Kevin McAllister's mom a ride home. That's true. Oh, my God. It was John Candy. It's possible. Candy Moore. Lana was missing someone like Candy. John Candy, I just wrote your article for you. That's kind of creepy. He's been dead for 25 years. It's possible that, listen, there are a lot of haunted hotels in Milwaukee. It's possible that Aiden English has video evidence of Lana having sex with the ghost of John Candy. I'm just saying it's possible. We don't know yet. Vince McMahon wants to protect Mandy Moore. Yes. Than Sonia Deville, yes. Mandy Moore, Mandy Moore's hit single was "I'm Missing You Like Candy." John Candy, a member of the Kenosha Kickers, was on his way to Milwaukee in Home Alone One. Yes. Rest in peace. This is all a sign. The dots have been connected. You're welcome. Go ahead and have other sites say, we don't do this and that. Well, you know what Fightful.com does? We connect the dots because we've got it locked down. Locked down. Locked down. Whew. (laughs) Need hose down after that. Paige and AJ Styles are out for a contract signing, but Joe doesn't come out. Why is that? He's outside AJ's house. Does AJ have a house in Milwaukee? Uh, I believe he lives in Georgia. Yeah, probably not. Joe wants AJ to call his house, but he doesn't have his phone in the ring. Which we also know, Baron Corbin leaves his phone backstage an awful lot as well. You remember that? Where he's like, Ah, my phone! (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So Styles was great. Because Joe is teasing going up to the door, and Styles is begging Joe not to. There's yeah. this beautiful sense of urgency in AJ Styles here. Yes. Like, you didn't have the tough guy act, Alex. You had him saying, man, I'm begging you. Please don't do this. Yes. Styles was amazing. Joe was amazing. Even Paige was amazing here. Yes. Uh, this uh, this was great because it started out with Paige going, Hey, so I have I have some people out here who might be able to stop things if things go crazy, but you all know how these things wind up. People sign the thing, then the table gets thrown, so it's chaos. I love that Paige is willing to come out and point out the tropes of wrestling TV because it shows she's one of us. I think that's really great. Um, and it was a deliberate misdirect for what happened later in the segment, which is great. Um, uh, I love that we still get... Anytime AJ Styles is in the ring, somebody has to be up on the Jumbotron saying, AJ, hey, AJ, up here. 
Uh, it has to happen. Um, also, as part of the stuff that I, I guess he, it was AJ, it was Samoa Joe live via satellite. Um, I don't know who have got the truck to go with him. Uh, it was a weird deal that he could hear AJ and AJ could hear him. Uh, my favorite part of the whole thing, though, was zooming in very close on the mailbox, which says Styles. And AJ immediately going, he's at my house! He's at my house, Paige! Like, yeah, champ, we got that from the, from you putting giant block letters saying Styles on your mailbox. It would have been funny if Paige goes, you're at my house right now. <laughs> 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 in the middle of all that that is so good um my this is really this is all great um if your coworker is um like dangerous enough and psychotic enough that he's going to stalk your family like isn't that a matter for hr like we can't stop this guy from going to your home and possibly murdering your family uh it's, it just feels like in a 2018 setting, this is definitely somebody else has a phone. Call somebody else should call Wendy. Shouldn't Kevin Dunn call Wendy? Somebody's got a phone backstage and they're watching this happen. Don't just let him murder the family. That's crazy. There's a lot of like little tiny threads you can you can pull to make this whole thing collapse. But because but I don't care because we got an honest to god smash to black cliffhanger. Daddy's home, and listen. If it's Samoa Joe doing it, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a huge Samoa Joe guy, so that guy can do no wrong in my book. Well, the highlight of this great episode of SmackDown was us figuring everything out. Yes, and exactly as, as yes, as we said, Lana most likely had sex with the ghost of John Candy in Milwaukee. Like 80% chance. Yes. This is amazing what we were able to do. Yeah. Lana is cheating. I'm tweeting it right now. Lana is cheating on Rusev with the ghost of John Candy. Bam, you all were a part of history. The scoops are out. Yep. The scoops are out. Scoops of candy even. My God. SmackDown Live was a very, very good watch this week. Guys, please hit us with a thumbs up, with a subscribe. I want to thank you all for bearing with me over the last two weeks. We're not done tonight, but the last week or so I've been under the weather. But you know I'm still here for you guys, just like I will be Friday. Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor, me and Carlos Toro. Saturday night, looks like me, Joe, and James Lynch on that Bellator post show. Sunday night, don't know who's joining me. We got Fighting Spirit Unleashed. Alex, you know what it means when we have some time left in the show, right? Yeah. Jimmy Butler once traded. (laughs) I just love it. He's like, I've been through Tibbs once. I don't need any more of it. Like, just, 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 is this actually like, it wouldn't, because Tibbs was there last year. Yeah, two years in a row of Tibbs after he ran him into the ground. Nah, don't need any more of that. I mean, he ran a lot of people into the ground. Listen, listen, Coach Tibbs is should be investigated for assault. Like he's he went out and signed Luol Deng, who he ran into the ground so much the poor guy got to get a had to get a botched spinal tap. Like it nearly literally killed the man, 
And Luol Deng's like, I'm so desperate to play basketball, I will go back and play for you. That's a, that's a very codependent coach and player relationship right there. Oh, my God, Alex. Yes. Macaulay Culkin has made several wrestling-related appearances. That's true. Oh, my God. This is so much deeper than we thought. It, is, it runs so deep. Including, as I see, a picture of him thumb wrestling with Braun Strowman. Oh my God. Who was Braun's namesake? Ryan Braun. Where does he play baseball, Alex? Milwaukee! <laughs> Again. Why why do you all even watch other shows? You shouldn't. Why do you all even bother? I have Alex on here for the stage experience, the acting experience. He's really good at, at plugging some of these holes or really exposing some of them. My God, I'm out there just talking to people every day for you guys, trying to find out, digging, digging. I got wrestlers that go off on me that I have it out with. Why do you want to know this? Well, because I want the beautiful viewers of Fightful.com to know. That's why. Bringing you guys experience. Joe Kenda's getting canceled from Investigation Discovery. Jimmy Van, you're going to have to up the price for Sean Ross Sapp and Alex. The Milwaukee detectives. I mean, I don't know if we're allowed to call ourselves that, Alex. We aren't like credentialed or anything no but i mean why not oh my god guys thank you all so much tune into the list and your boy wednesday 3 p.m eastern in the meantime please subscribe hit that bell but most importantly let the people know about us we have fightfulselect.com i can run down some of that service for you right now raw retro review from 2010, the Nexus debut, that was a good time. But that $5 tier gets you a Fightful bumper sticker, access to news bits that I post early, two Q&A shows a month, a monthly retro review show, two Fightful outtake and behind-the-scenes uh, clips, a weekly show, the Weekender, where I review Being the Elite, Lucha Underground, uh, MLW, hopefully, Ring of Honor, Impact. And I give you all exclusives and talk about the injury report. You have a weekly NXT 205 Live May Young Classic Review, bi-weekly dark match commentary shows, UFC rankings breakdowns every time they come out, a monthly if it were a work, if it were a shoot show. You get a monthly back-in-the-day clip, which is something I'm new I'm doing, monthly alternate fight commentary, access to our members-only archives. You go one tier up, $10, you get a copy of Jimmy Van's ebook, which you can't get anywhere on the cheap anymore. You get a copy of that. You get the SRS paper mask, which I am just thrilled about. Early access to what making a finisher, Wikipedia fact check, lots of articles we do. Monthly archived match footage from Jimmy Van where we do commentary over it. Access to stupid people extended. You get to submit questions that I might use in interviews coming up. We have a Fightful shirt. When you stay on for six months, you get to pick whatever shirt you want. And now I've mentioned that I filmed with Vince Russo back in March about a number of topics. Twice a month, at least for the next year, I'll be posting uh, Russo Reveals clips, as you all saw on the list in your boy last year. Stories from Vince, how he feels about certain wrestlers, uh, stuff from TNA, from WWF, all the way back from WCW as well. Uh, That is on that $10 tier as well. 
on up $50 tier. You can guest on a podcast. You can get a mug. You can pick topics. Lots of cool stuff. That is the simplest way to support Fightful.com. Just check it out. Somebody says, your yellow poster behind you is crooked. (laughs) Uh, It is a little bit crooked. I need to fix that. But Alex, what do you got going on this week? Well, um, at midnight tonight, I turned 39. Wow. Tonight? Yeah, at midnight tonight. uh, This is my last, uh, now in Central Time, two hours left of being 38 before I turn 39. I'm officially very, very, very old. Uh, And yeah, my mom's in town, and me and my daughter and my wife and my mom are going to go out and do something tomorrow, so that should be fun. Nice. But yeah, it's, uh, it's not bad. Everybody wish Alex Pawlowski a happy birthday. I'm very happy with basically the talent retention we've had at Fightful.com. You've been here since the beginning. Since the so, beginning. So what, since you were 36? Uh, 36 turning 37, yeah. Hey, it still counts. Yeah. Still tallies them up. Yeah. Everybody wish Alex a happy birthday, as I, of course, uh, do as well. Follow him at Pawlowski the Fourth. Follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. What do you guys want us to talk about in the extra time on these shows? I want to hear it from you. Leave a comment below on YouTube. I want to know. Until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.